Hey, 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 y'all, Scorpion November here, and I am back with another episode of Smart Mom Scorpio Podcast, and I hope you all are ready for this ride. (laughs) No, it's not going to be bumpy or anything. (laughs) At least I hope not. You know, at least that's the hope that this isn't going to be a bumpy episode. But nevertheless, I want to say I hope you are doing well. I hope you are feeling good. Hope you are happy. You know, hope you I hope this season, this summer is bringing you the things that you most desire and have been working really hard to see happen and come to fruition. You know, there's nothing like working hard for something or putting in the effort behind something and seeing it happen. And then you're like, whoa, crap, this is really happening. Yeah, it's really happening. And I'm hoping that is what you are seeing this season. All the good things and all the great things that you have prayed and worked towards. So I want to begin this episode by saying that. Okay, now that's before we get into this conversation today, because I don't know how you're going to feel about this, right? But I want to talk about it because it came to my mind and I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about this episode? And I have it. Ta-da, I have it. (laughs) It's like it's been there all along. But something sparked this thought in my mind to bring it here to this platform. Okay, so here goes. I was recently having a conversation with someone, one of my um, one of my virtual friends. Right. And we were just talking about friendships in general and building friendships and how, you know, difficult it can be building friendships as you get older and things of that nature, how it was different, so on and so forth. And then he said something about having white friends. He was like, yeah, and I have white friends. And I'm thinking, well, I don't. (laughs) I don't. I, as a black woman, do not have any white friends. And I'm not upset about it. It's just the reality of the situation. I don't. And it brought to mind, I wonder how many other people out there are like that. Black people that don't really have any white people that they consider friends, like friends, not people that you may be an acquaintance with or people that you see at work or communicate with at work or a work friend. I mean, real life friends, someone that you can confide in or that, you know, has your back that you can call late at night and you know, they're going to pull up, they're going to answer things of that nature. That's what I mean, because I know that I'm not an anomaly in this situation with the circumstance, but I was just wondering how many other people are out there. And I also thought of the reasonings that I don't have any white people in my life that I consider friends. Not that I'm missing out, not that I'm crying, not any of those type things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have any white friends. My life is over. Oh my gosh. No, I'm not saying it in that way. It's just something that I thought about considering that I live in the United States and there are more white people in the United States, particularly where I live at in the United States than black people. And I don't have any white 
friends. And I wonder how many other people out there are like that. Probably a lot more than people would think, or maybe more than I think, or it could be totally less than what I am thinking. But then again, I, I want to bring it back here, tap into the reasonings why I think that is so for myself. And that is based upon experiences with white people that I have encountered. That's not to say, and I don't want to make it seem like every white person that I've encountered is racist. I don't know. I don't think so. But I believe that um, a lot of the white people that I have encountered have this bias and prejudice and that is big and I think that may be reason that I know that other black people don't have white friends either where they will say things that will reveal say and or do things that will reveal how they truly feel about you or black people in general and you may be saying, girl, what you talking about, right? Okay, so recently, I think this is a good example, right? Recently, I saw a, a movie, Doubting Thomas. And the basic synopsis of this movie is that this guy, this white guy had a best friend who happened to be black, right? And they worked together. And this guy's husband, the white guy, this white guy had a wife and the wife had a baby, right? And the baby was born black, white man, white woman have a black baby, right? And so the white guy's trying to figure out like, okay, how could, how is it possible that we could have a black baby? He was Googling statistics and all of that stuff. Like how likely is it that a white couple will have a white, will have a black baby, how um, how to tell, tell if your wife is cheating on you, things of that nature. And then people at his office were saying things, snark, snarky comments and all of that, all of that type, all of those types of things. Right. And then eventually at some point he was supposed to go out to have lunch with his wife and his black best friend. Right. Well, he cancels and the wife and the baby and the best friend go to a food truck. They're out at the food truck or what have you. And one of the people from his job happened to be at the same food truck sitting in his car eating lunch. Well, the wife and the best friend say goodbye and they hug goodbye. The best friend goes back to work and tells the guy that, hey, I saw your wife and your best friend having lunch and, and and the guy was like, okay, yeah, I know. But then his coworker goes on to say, but no, that's not it. They kissed at the end of, they were hugging and kissing, right? And so then the, the guy goes home and the best friend just happened to be there dropping off a gift for the baby and things just blow up from there right and he accuses his wife of having an affair with the best friend the best friend of having an affair with the wife and so on and so forth well turns out just to give you what eventually to explain the black baby what turns out is that the wife was biracial and she didn't know it her mother had a relationship with a black man before she married the guy that she would pass off as the husband as the daughter's father and uh and the and the and the 
and the, <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied here, and the the wife's birth father, biological father, w- was killed before she was born, and so on and so forth. So that explains the black baby. But the but to bring it all back to what I was talking about, right, is that the white guy. No, the black best friend eventually tells the white guy, look, you revealed yourself. I saw it in your eyes, what you were thinking. The same way the police look at me, that people look at me in the grocery store, the way that white women grab their purse when I get on the elevator, all those things I saw in your face because you had all these things going through your head. What I didn't share with you all is that throughout the movie, the white guy was showing his bias and was like, I don't want a black baby. I don't want to raise a black baby. So on and so off. All these other types of things that were just coming up that were revealing themselves about this man. Now, I use that uh, reference or that example as a mild illustration very mild not comparative because I haven't had anything like that happen but a mild um, illustration of what I mean by people revealing themselves and there's there are a lot of factors that can play into that the way a person was raised what they were exposed to what you were exposed to how you were raised all those things can impact a friendship going forward and especially a friendship between white and black people here in America because of white privilege the pre- the prevalence of right white privilege here right and bias and prejudice that people have that they refuse to acknowledge right And so that impacts how people approach building relationships with people overall, and especially between white and black people, it impacts how people approach and build relationships. So for me, again, I'm relating this to myself. I don't currently have any white friends. Does that mean I'm completely opposed to having white friends no it's just that I don't have any at this present time am I actively looking to build friendships with white people and I use air quotations with that no I am not I am not actively going out to say hey I need a friend and they have to be white no I am not doing that And I don't think that's the way you approach relationships either, friendships with people to say, hey, I want to build a relationship with you strictly based upon race. Hell no, that's not the way we're going. But I I bring that up because I want to know what your experience has been like as far as relationships with white people friendships not relationships I keep saying relationships because relation because friendships are relationships in the sense just different types of relationships but I'll use friendships so I can be very clear what I'm talking about do you have if you are a black person do you have any white friends right if you are a black person do you not have any white friends and if you do or do not if you do not why is it that you don't is it because of experience is it because of relational things like relatively location do you know what I mean because location impacts that too it impacts that for me a whole lot of things right 
So just let me know what your experience has been like in recent years as an adult person building relationships with white people, if that's even a thing. Because as I said earlier, building relationships and sustaining relationships as you get older can sometimes be difficult because moving away, because of family, because of jobs, because of all of these things. But then when you throw in the dynamic of race as another part of it, it can become even more difficult, right? Anywho, y'all, just let me know what your experience has been like. Tweet the podcast at SMS underscore pod on Twitter or put something under the post for this episode on Instagram at SMS underscore pod. Just let me know. I like to know what you're thinking, where your head is at with this, what your experience has been. And, you know, just let me know. I'm interested to hear people share their honest and thoughtful opinions and experience on this matter. Let's grow. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Okay, y'all, we have come to one of my favorite segments of the podcast. And that segment is the what's the word segment. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, what usually happens during this segment is that I will share an English word that I haven't heard or don't normally hear in everyday conversation. I will share the spelling of the word, the meaning of the word, and here's the kicker. I must attempt to use the word correctly in a sentence. Now, look, let me say this. I think I'm pretty good at this. I think I got it pretty down packed, but you may feel otherwise. And if you do, feel free to tweet the podcast at SMS underscore pod on Twitter and let me know how you would use this word in a sentence. Okay, so you ready? Okay, here's this episode's word. This episode's word is dubiety. Dubiety spelled D U. B I E T Y. It is a noun and it means a usually hesitant uncertainty or doubt that tends to cause this vacillation. Now that's a word in itself, vacillation, right? Okay, but here it goes. Okay, here we go. Oh, goodness. Bear with me. Okay. So he desires a relationship with someone where he doesn't see this is a long run on sentence. No, that's not going to work. Right. So let me see. How would I actually use this word? Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So here goes. Shoot, what what am I going to say?
he wants a relationship where dubiety does not exist. I think that works. I think that works. I think that works. I think I got a winner. I, I, I think so. I think so. Let me know what you think. Because I, I think I got that. I think I got that. Or I could say she wishes there was there was no divide in his words. I don't know. One of those sentences work. Let me know what you think about this because I'm getting a little hype about this because, hmm, you know what? Another challenge should be for me to use this word every day, right, for like a week straight. Maybe that should be another challenge that I give myself so I make sure that I'm absorbing this word into my vocabulary. Do you know what I mean? Because how else do you retain the words that you learn if you don't actively use them? Hmm. And quite a time for me to say that, right? On such a word, dubiety. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, let me know what you think about this word. If anything at all, you may not have a care in the world about this word. But anyway, I just wanted to put it out there and offer you the option. <laughs> okay, y'all, we have come to the end of this episode of Smart Mouth Scorpio podcast. I want to say that I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave this podcast with a positive rating and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Make sure that you follow the podcast on social media platforms. It's the same across the board, SMS underscore pod. And to get you some podcast merch, go to scorpmerch.com, support the podcast. It would be greatly appreciated. And last but not least, I want to say thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. You are greatly appreciated. I appreciate your listening, your listens, your support, all of that good stuff. So before I get out of here, I want to tell you to be blessed, be kind and choose happy. All right. Peace, y'all.